This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into the show. Well, of course, the impact of the cyclone has been devastating for Wairua and organisers have no option but to cancel the 2023 East Coast Farming Expo. It was due to kick off this week. Of course, Wairua has been cut off. Regional and local roading has been damaged. Uh, the Expo event manager is Sue Wilson. She joins us now. G'day, Sue. How are you doing? Oh, g'day, Dom. Good, thank you. Yep, no, we're um, trucking on, doing really well up here, considering. I know that you've been out and about. You're, you're a part of the clean-up effort, along with many others, right as we speak? Yep. Look, Wara is a wonderful community, and everyone's just pitching in, and there are um, North Clyde, which is where the Wara AMP showgrounds is, has been decimated. Um, so many families, um, homes have been just um, yeah, covered in mud, um, and yeah, thankfully... There's so many people out there helping to um, clean up, including the rural community. You know, there's farmers that have come in with tractors and trailers and, yeah, local um, Kiwi Transport, the stock roading um, trucking company, they're helping as well, so it's really good to see. Yeah, it is great to see. Look, I was just speaking with Kitty Allen about it, and she was saying, uh, and we we were just talking about some of the um, kind of the heroic things that have gone on, but and then and then it's all about the clean up, and it's just testament to these communities that uh, you know everyone just uh, just you know mucks in and helps each other out, and people are just going so above and beyond. It's uh, it, it's quite amazing to see, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a fair bit of pressure on for some families. You know, there's, well, water has come on into Wairau uh, as of yesterday and um, everyone's internet's up and running. So that's taken a lot of pressure off um, because it was yeah, getting a little bit stressful for some families. But, um, yeah, it's good. And we've got Bluebird Day. It would have been a perfect week for the weather the expo, but it's not to be. No, it's not to be. And as you say, the um, the the showgrounds there uh, totally decimated. Water and silt ripping through the buildings. Total destruction. I mean, that that in itself is a uh, a, a mountain to climb, isn't it? In terms of just getting that the facilities back up and and running again. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, it's not a priority at the moment, but we are going in there and. Um, starting to clean up, but we just want to make sure you know families in town are, are looked after first. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take um, quite a while. Um, the force of the water through the showgrounds has um, ripped away fences. All the water um, um, pipes are just yeah stretched out. These um, debris down the road that belong to the to the AMP society. So yeah, it's it's not the best, but. Um, uh, yeah, we're a resilient bunch and we'll look forward to um, getting on and, and um, getting it back on track. Well, I mean, the thing about it as well, Sue, is the fact that you've had a few challenging years with the Expo anyway, yeah. and you were, I'm sure, in fact, I think we, we almost, I think we spoke about it maybe last year in terms of, um, you know, looking forward to getting the thing back back on track and back up and running with COVID and all the other things that, that came in. I'm sure, I mean, the the tough part would be all the work that's sort of gone in, not, you know, notwithstanding the facilities themselves, but the work of the team that's gone in to get the thing, um, you know, uh, basically ready ready to show yep you know 
after um, the last three years and also back in 2017 we had cyclone Debbie come through wasn't so it wasn't as bad wasn't yeah not as bad as at all but we um, we were so looking forward to this year um, it was going to be restriction free we had a fantastic lineup of speakers um, and a huge amount of exhibitors. Uh, we were introducing the Cadet Challenge and the Station Challenge as a bit of fun and um, entertainment and team building. But, you know, it could have been worse. The expo could have been last week mm. when everyone was here and it would have been so much worse. But we can um, just put a pause on 2023 and and um, bring it all out on 2024. Yeah, exactly. And look, that's the, uh, you know, it's a great attitude you've got there. But I suppose on the other hand, you say, well, what else can you do? You know, I mean, there's no uh, hope of it at the moment. Tell me about the cleanup effort that you've got going on uh, all around there and everyone that's uh, involved. It's obviously massive. Did, was it at the point, so where it was like, geez, where do we start? I mean, it would be like that in the beginning, wouldn't it? I think so. Initially, um, you know, it was making sure that everyone was safe. And, you know, one of so the expo is owned by the Wairau Community Development Trust. And one of our trustees, their house um, bore the brunt and was totally under. They had to be rescued from the roof. And so it was just checking in on all our, all our rural communities too, that they were okay. And um, and then it was yeah, just setting up some systems, setting up networks to um, start the clean-up. So the focus to start off with was getting all the carpet, getting people's furniture out of the houses. And now today there's lots of um, diggers and machinery cleaning up mud um, and it's drying up pretty quickly, which makes it a little bit easier. Um, so, yeah, that's what... And there's loads of volunteers helping, lots of groups. So I've just been with a group from Athletic uh, Rugby Sports Club and I've been helping um, houses today. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, the other thing about it as well is, of course, then it's the whole food production side of things. And of uh-huh. course, you know, um, being a, a rural area and with a lot of farms and a lot of farming operations around there, um, you know, that's going to, you know, take a, a long time for a lot of that to get, uh, you know, back up and running in any sort of meaningful fashion. Absolutely. And coupled with the Napier Wara Road uh, being pretty much destroyed, it's going to take a long time to uh, work out how we get stock out for processing. Um, these crops being just decimated, um, you know, squash, maize. And so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting time for sure. Do people, are people um, sort of able to take a breath now and survey? Uh, because I imagine in the the heat of the moment, as it were, it would have been, it's almost you know, survival, isn't it, really? Um, you know, your fight or flight sort of uh, instincts would have kicked in there and then it sort of gets down to, oh, my God, look at look at what's actually gone on, the result. Um, I imagine there's been a few of those moments for, for people around the, around the region. Yeah, I think so. And I think now moving forward, this will be the time when we take stock and... Um, implement some plans of how we move forward to the next stage. And, you know, the world discounts have been fantastic. Um, they've been, you know, uh, working hard with all um, the community, both urban and rural, to, um, to develop some plans for that next stage. In. And also there's been massive fundraising um, efforts with um, Give a Little Page, set up for Wairau, and, yeah, huge amount of um, donations coming in, both money and 
uh, food and you know fuel was our other issue but I saw a couple of fuel trucks come in that we've got access now down from Gisborne which is fantastic. Yeah that's good the coordination for all that sort of stuff is no small feat either in terms of getting the right resources into the the right regions or right areas um, yeah that's a another big thing um, for people to contend with. Uh, Sue uh, Wilson look thank you so much for joining us on the program and uh, all the best to you and everyone in that particular region region it's uh, clearly not easy but uh, if your attitude's anything to go by I'm sure the community will bounce back um, pretty quickly yeah absolutely We've, uh, it's a fantastic community to be a part of and um, yeah looking forward to next year thank you Sue okay thanks Don Well, the Ministry for Primary Industries, along with Federated Farmers, they have restarted the National Feed Coordination Service to help farmers recovering from Cyclone Gabriel. So the service is being operated by the Feds with funding support from MPI to assist farmers to source supplementary feed or grazing. Now, widespread flooding and winds from Cyclone Gabriel have damaged pastures and crops or swept away bales of feed. This is according to Fed Farmers Chief Executive Terry Copeland, and he says it's a tough time, obviously, for many farmers. Farmers, especially Northland, Gisborne and Hawke's Bay, and this is a practical way to provide some sort of support. I also see that uh, New Zealand Apples and Pears, they've set up a website where growers can list the help they need, while others can offer equipment, staff and other resources as well. In fact, there's plenty of those pages, uh, give a littles, etc., that have been set up uh, from numerous different organisations and individuals as well. And also uh, an offshoot of all of this is uh, forest owners are backing a review of forestry and land use on the East Coast, saying the region is the canary in the gold mine for the rest of the country. Forest Owners Association spokesperson Don Carson, who we've had on the show before, might get him back on again in light of recent uh, events. He says that recent severe weather uh, shows methods which once worked to stabilise land in the East Coast region were no longer effective and a new solution is uh, going to need to be found. That is according to uh, Don Carson, Forest Owners Association spokesperson. That is our programme for today. As always, don't forget to check out the team at NetSpeed. Check them out at netspeed.net.nz. Mark and Leah, up next.